Hello, and welcome to the Antioch Fort Worth weekly podcast. At Antioch, our desire is to cultivate a passion for Jesus and his purposes on the earth. To connect with us in community, partner with us through giving, or visit on a Sunday morning, please visit AntiochFortWorth.com. We hope you enjoy this week's sermon from lead pastor Jamie Miller. What a day. I am so thankful to be here with you guys and just share this word with you. I'm thankful for the video. I'm thankful for uh, Aaron. I don't know if, if where he's at, but just they, they put a lot of work into that just to pull that off. And I'm just really thankful. I also want to thank, I'm just doing a lot of thanks right now. I want to thank Graydon. Is Graydon in the room? Oh, there he is right there for preaching last week on uh, Graydon, Graydon Sunday, which is Advent, this first Sunday of the year. <laughs> he's been preaching the last few years. And uh, thank you. Did a great job. His son is given. And uh, today is Nathan culmination. I had to think about it now that he put that seed in my head of culmination, Nathan, culmination, (laughs) culmination Sunday. And uh, what a journey it has been for us. And I just want to say thank you, church, for leaning in together during this time. What a, I mean, it's in the hard times that we get to lean in and find out more of what God is doing in and through our lives. I want to give a special uh, thank you to Paul and Kristen Coulter, to our elders, Todd and Jackie Knight, to Miss Kim, and uh, just we, you know, together as an elder team, we just, we, we, you know, we could not have done it without each other, you know, and we've just been leaning in together. I want to thank our staff, just so many people just, uh, just in this room, our life group leaders, uh, just people leaning in together during this time, being the church, not being uh, thwarted, not being just going to quit, not sitting back, but pressing in with the Lord. And I want to give you guys a very special thank you to Micah Scharsberg. Yeah. Amen. We could not have done this without Micah. And he has carried us through so much of this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for Micah. Amen. That's right. Thanks for uh, just honoring Micah, and um, so thankful for you, brother. I mean, we, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to go into all the stories and stuff that we use to motivate each other <laughs> and things that we thought about this day finally arriving, but um, here we are, and we're not done, and the Lord has more for us. Um, just so, so thankful. Today is an overcoming day. Overcoming fear and isolation and all the different ways the enemy comes at us as, as, as the church. Um, even overcoming materialism, the gods of this age, the powers of this age. And the Lord is victorious uh, through it all as we keep trusting and looking to him. So why Nathan? Some of you guys that are newer, see the shirts. Why, <laughs> why, why is it called the Nathan Initiative? And uh, so back in 1996, I had this dramatic, I was praying and fasting for three days at a hotel with a, a spiritual mentor, dad of mine, and, and, uh, and on one of those nights, the Lord dramatically met me, and I, I heard this word, Nathan, and it was like, for me, it was like a name, you know, Nathan, Jamie, and, and, it, and then it happened again in a dramatic way, and it just, it was just something that went so deep. I never, when you have an encounter with the Lord like that, it was so deep and meaningful and powerful. And I just knew that it was going to be something important for my life. And it was, I mean, for 23 years, I never let go of that. When you have something like that, 
you don't, you don't let go of it. And I just kept exploring it and investigating it and researching it and studying it. And, and it meant so much. And one of the things I came to was that, that I was to be given to God and given for others. And that's what that meant for so long for me. And, uh, but then as we got into the Nathan Initiative, I'll tell a little bit more about it later, but it became a word that was then we were going to use for the initiative itself, that it wouldn't just be, you know, my own little <laughs> private little word, but it was going to be for all of you guys. And that's exciting that we would be a Nathan people together that are given to God and given for others. And so, you know, the timeline of some of this was that back in, I mean, we bought the uh, we were originally in the building in 09. We bought the building, the whole strip center in 12. And, uh, but we had a vision for, you know, eventually being down here. I remember telling the former owner, we want to make this place beautiful. I don't know if that meant that much to her, but it meant a lot to us. We had a vision for seeing this campus be a place where uh, a headquarters for a church planting movement where fire would be shooting out to this region, to the nation and to the nations of the earth. And uh, we're getting to live in that. And just even as I'm sharing the story and vision, remember, God's not done. He's, you look back and you go, wow, God, you did all this, but we know you're not done with us. There's still more coming out there in the future. And so I think 2017, we started working with the architects that we work with now that have helped us through this. And then in early 19, uh, we started, okay, we're going to do this. The, the generosity piece, the initiative, and all of that. And I was uh, driving into the parking lot and remembered going to a prayer meeting with some leaders and remembered that word. And so it was just significant deal. We started telling our leaders and investigating and, hey, what do you guys think? And having these, y'all remember the lamplighter meetings? That was what they were called, right? And we had just leaders together and we were casting vision and people were getting excited and that encouraged us more because it was, it was the Holy Spirit was speaking uh, to all of us together about this. And that was exciting. And then uh, we actually kicked it off in fall of 2019 and did the big commitment Sunday in December of 2019. And whoo, we were just running, no obstacles out there. And guess what happened? Worldwide pandemic. <laughs> um, I had somebody telling me the other day, said, you know, I saw so many videos of people introducing what they were going to do about the pandemic, but I remember yours because you guys are a cell church and because you made your announcement from Tijuana, Mexico on the streets and there's street sweep cleaner guys going behind you in cars and you're talking about how God prepared us to be this kind of a church. We're a cell church. We can go underground if we need to. I didn't hear anybody else say that. You know, that's what he was telling me. It was encouraging. I'm trying to find something encouraging out of the pandemic. Wow. Praise the Lord. Um, God has been with us. And so we kicked things off and we had this sentence that we used uh, right back there at the beginning that everything is given to share and multiply as grace for all peoples. Those five key words, everything, given, share, multiply, grace, and that we were going to get into the dance of the graces with God, where he pours out his grace, where we share gifts, and that leads to praise and thanksgiving to God. I'll touch on that again, but that's, that's, that's what we've been doing. And so here we are. And uh, at the heart of that statement, everything is given, is it's the incarnation. And I, that's how I want to tie this into uh, 
to uh, the Advent series is that incarnation and generosity actually go hand in hand together. I want us to get that. Can we just do this like, like this? Incarnation, generosity, okay? I'm gonna lay some theology on you here for just a bit, just talking about incarnation. So our key verse from 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 5 This is what we've been working with this whole time. And they exceeded, talking about the Macedonians. He's writing the Corinthians. They, the Macedonians, exceeded our expectation. They gave themselves first of all to the Lord, given to God. And then by the will of God, also to us, given for others. And that's been our our key verse. And so uh, when we start talking about the incarnation, go down a couple verses to verse 9. And there Paul says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. So here, I mean, that's the connection right there, that though he was rich, for your sakes he became poor. He became one of us. That's the incarnation, so that through his generosity, we also might become rich. The incarnation and generosity flow together. This is the way God is. It's, it's actually the character of God, the story of God, the grace of God. And how we frame this story makes all the difference in the world. How you frame the story is how you end up telling what happened in the incarnation. And so we can frame it kind of in our own humanity and from our fearfulness. And we can frame it from the position of Adam and Eve hiding in the bushes you know, from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and we can frame it like God is, is out to get us, and he's holy, and he can't have anything to do with us because of our sin. And that's the way the gospel gets framed a lot. And so it's, but here, here's how I want to frame this, is let's frame it the way Paul and John does in the New Testament, that God is, is that he sends the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who's always been the Son, He's the eternal son of the eternal father and their shared love and communion in the Holy Spirit. And it's the great dance from all eternity. And it's out of the fullness of that love, here's how we start telling the story, out of the fullness of that love that God had a plan to redeem us and adopt us and bring us into family, into that love. He's, he, nothing short of that is gonna satisfy the heart of God. It's bringing us into the love of God the life of God, the communion of God, the camaraderie, the, as one friend I have calls it, the great dance. He's bringing us into the dance and wants us to learn to dance together and to live in the dance. And so then the the incarnation is the extension of the dance to us. That's what God's doing. He's extending the dance and bringing us into the dance. And so then in Jesus Christ, he is, he is God and the creator and, and becomes a man. So he's bringing God and creation and humanity together in one person, the incarnate son of God. And so what happens to him and him assuming our humanity happens to us. And so we get in on all he deals with us in our sin through the cross But he also, it's the incarnation itself is that he's coming into and becoming one of us and all of the blessing that happens, he's bringing us into. And so what happens then is he is so much the life of God that 
that to be in him, to be focused on him, to share in his life is like what we were made for. It's what we were literally, John says it this way at the beginning of his gospel, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. Put those other, the couple there, two verse, two and three verse of John one, um, uh, he was with God in the beginning and through him, all things were made without him. Nothing was made that has been made that pretty much, that pretty much covers it, right? So Jesus is the word of creation. And so he's bringing together creation and God and humanity in becoming one of us and being born of the, the Virgin Mary, and so now, you know, th- there is something I just want us to see about congruence and incongruence because we were made for this love. We were made. We, we feel the pleasure of God, the blessing of God. Um, I think of Eric Little. I, I feel God's pleasure when I run. You know, we feel God's pleasure when we're walking in the way God wants us to walk. He made us to walk. And so there's congruence. It's like, who this is good. And we experience his life and joy and love and peace when we walk in congruence with the ways of God. But we experience a lack of that and dis-ease. It's because of our disease of sin. There's incongruence there. It's like going against the grain of life itself when we don't walk with Jesus in, in the way of love. And there's, there's incongruence there. And so God's, God, he is life for us. And he is, he is making things right by bringing us, not just he is forgiving us in Jesus Christ, but he's also got more for everybody here. And that is to bring us into the fullness of his love as adopted sons and daughters in the family and sharing in all of the family blessings. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who's blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. That's what he's done for us. Man, I'm just trying to lay this out. And so I want us to see the connection then between the incarnation and that generosity. You know, this, this so, so we're going in the flow with, with Jesus when we are generous. Does that make sense? To be stingy is against the grain. To be generous in giving is to be like God. See, see the connection between incarnation and generosity. That's the way God, it's the most famous verse in the Bible. For God so loved the world that he gave. God is a lover and a giver. And, and he wants us to be lovers in the rightest, best sense of that, to love and to give in the best sense of that. The incarnation and generosity go together. What, one of the most famous parables, parable of the lost son, right? Luke 15. And what does he say? The father says to the older brother, my son, my son, everything I have is yours. Everything I have is yours. That's what the loving, sacrificial, agape, self-giving, other-centered love of God looks like. It's generous. It's just generous and beautiful. It's what we were made for. So that's the theology of it. Cramming all the theology right here in the start. And then we're going to tell some stories here for the rest. But um, so that's the theology of it. Incarnation and generosity. It's another way of summing up the story of God. And so the main thing is we celebrate the generosity of God during Advent. 
And we want to follow Jesus as Nathan people who are given to God and given for others. And so today we celebrate the Nathan journey that we've been on. And I'm just going to make two points here. We look back with gratitude. We look forward with faith. And we're looking back and we're looking forward. That's, that's where we're at today. We're just in this moment in time. You know, I was, I just want to say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm grateful, man. I'm just, I'm so grateful. I, I, again, I started to tell that story. I was pulling in the, we are having prayer for the initiative, pulling in the parking lot, and just that thought goes through my head. What about Nathan? That was, that's all it was. We go in and we start praying with a bunch of folks that were there and start praying. And, and there was just like a witness to it. People were just like, I think that's it. I think that's it. And I, some of you may remember, I called my mentor who I was in Georgia, who I was, uh, he's, uh, um, when you're preaching sometimes, there's like stuff that comes through your head and you, you filter. I, I catch some of it. I don't catch some of it. <laughs> I caught that one. Um, and so I had called John and said, hey, John, you know that word that was so special? Of course, I remember Nathan, that word's very special. Yeah, you think it's for, I thought it was just for me, but I think it might be for the others. What do you think? He said, of course, it's for everyone. He didn't even pause, you know, just, of course, it's for everyone. So that's kind of how that happened. So 23 years, that had been a really special word for me since 1996, but now it's been 25 years since that time, and it's become exponentially more powerful for me because of what it means to you guys. Kyle, that seed has been sown in your hearts and how you've responded. I've listened to the testimony after testimony, all the videos and all of that stuff. We're the Hendrix and we're given to God and given for others. We're the Pickup and we're the Durans and we're given to God and given for others. And it's just, I'm like, wow, God, that is just so awesome. And we began with this dream to see everybody engaged. I mean, our hearts for discipleship. And so it's going to be for our best when everybody's learning to do this, when everyone's learning to be givers. That's because it's like being like Jesus, right? So um, it's, I think it's given a lot of us just new eyes for thinking about generosity, new framework, new, not just, we're not just talking about money, we're talking about growing as disciples of Jesus Christ together, everything given. And we've been talking about our mission too, that we would continue to be the church in er, just in our everyday mission. That's why we moved down here from Grapevine to be missionaries to Fort Worth in our everyday mission, in every sphere that we have influence in. You know, we want to uh, bring the reign of Jesus, bring the life of Jesus in, in, in every nation that we get to minister to and send people to and do short-term trips to and all that heart that's in us. It's one of the things that we're known for is that we're disciple makers who go to the nations and we want to continue to live that lifestyle. We made our commitments back in you know, late 2019 and we were on track, then COVID hits and I just, I look back through the uncertainty right now with gratitude. I mean, there were different people, had job situations that were changing, doing different things. The Lord opened up new doors in all of that process. Some people's jobs, it didn't affect, you know, hardly at all. And they were able to keep going strong doing that. But we had all kinds of tr changing transitional stuff that was happening. And yet the Lord was leading us forward. We had uh, different people's cars breaking and different people's cars working. That was our stories. Like, praise God, that car kept going. You know, and because I can't, I, 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 I can do something, 
I can drive it to the oil change place. Um, now, how many of you guys, like your dad, he, he did, dad, I love you, but I was the helper guy. I, I just, I never got trained in like doing it, but I was the, I brought the next wrench, you know, hand it to him under the car. How's it going? You know, there's stuff happening, water pumps being changed or whatever. And uh, so I, I, I need help. <laughs> I need mercy. I've recently gotten help and mercy on a radiator. Somebody was so kind uh, helping us. Um, but cars, the uh, point was cars. That's, that's my point there. Changing of situations. Cars that kept running. Thank you, Lord. Looking at my notes, y'all would be like, what's he trying to say? But, but uh, then, you know, when COVID hit, we were like, do we start this thing? Y'all remember? It was like, what? You know, what's going to happen? Where are we going to? And the numbers of giving just kept staying the same. Even as we went into the, it kept staying the same. And everybody was giving in a strong way. And the, our board of advisors was speaking into it. And then we were praying as elders and staff and just life group leaders. We we're all praying. And we sensed the peace of the Lord to move forward. Like the Lord really was saying in a clear way, it's time to move forward. Even in the midst of this difficult time, maybe some of the most difficult in all of our lives, the church leaned in together and you have been flexible. Uh, most, I, there's been a few times where I've struggled. Anybody? Um, had one of those little episodes this morning earlier. Kim's just, this is funny. I was, just was felt like some pressure. And, uh, and so I just said, oh, I'm going to pray now. And I prayed, but it wasn't a good prayer. It was a, it was a, I was frustrated. She goes, and I was walking off and she goes, eh, 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 come back in here. <laughs> Prayed over me some more, had a breakthrough. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> come into the prayer meeting this morning. They're like praying down fire and spiritual warfare. And I was like, "Woo, yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. And so think of all the good things that come through hard times that you would not have experienced otherwise. So because all that stuff was going on, we had parking lot services. I mean, who would have thought parking lot services and little services in the venue over there. And because the demand was down, we were working through protocols and all the kind of stuff that was happening. The Lord opened up a door for us to move from three phases on the building deal to one phase. And we saved over a couple hundred thousand dollars in the process. Praise the Lord. That's some of the lemonade that was being made as we were being tossed lemons. We started juggling them and just having fun with it, right? Sort of. As the color wheel spun, Monday after Monday, more decisions, people, problems, decisions. If you're in a leadership world, you know what I'm talking about, right? It just, I, all of us, if you've got, got family, you know what I'm talking about. But everything is given to share and multiply as grace for all peoples. And God gets more praise through our generosity. And I mentioned the cycle of grace, but remember, when God gives grace, that leads to us giving gifts, and that leads to praise and thanksgiving to God. It's the dance of the graces. Charis is the grace. Charisma is the gift. And Eucharista is is the praise and thanksgiving that's lifted up to God through that whole process. And that's what we've been on. That's what we've been in here at Antioch during these last couple of years. But we aren't finished. God's not finished with us. There is faith out there for what's coming. There is hope out there for what's coming. And so let's, let's, let's keep moving forward here. So that's a look back. 
with gratitude of how God's led us and helped us and cared for us and brought grace to us. And we want to look forward with faith. And I'll give you just a couple of stories here from this week. Uh, you know, on Thursday, it was late, almost dark, and uh, I was the last one here, and I was about to leave, and I'd been thinking about this stuff, and I thought, you know, I'm going to just walk around the building and just say thank you, Lord. And I just, as I started walking around, just, I was like, overcome tears, man, just thank you, Lord, and just kind of kept walking around that back portion and actually came in here for a little bit. There was a light on and, and just was like walking around, just like, Lord, thank you. You know, I mean, for those of us who walked in here and saw this dirt beat up, you know, place, um, I was telling somebody earlier before the service that it used to be the colonial cafeteria and the old timers, it hadn't been used for 30 years, but the old timers used to come and get food here and now we're serving up spiritual food, <laughs> right? And uh, so, so thankful. I, uh, yeah, I actually ran into, there was, uh, I was coming around, let me see where I'm at in the building. I was coming through the breezeway over there and there was a, a kid riding his bike, had a little helmet on and, and I startled him. You know, I'm coming from the alley. I, I, I looked nice. I wasn't scary looking, I promise, but it, it startled him. He goes, dad, there's a man. And <laughs> it's so, and so the dad comes over and he checks me out and decides I, you know, I'm, I'm okay. And, uh, you know, and so I walk over and start, we start talking and I've still got, I've got tears in my eyes and I'm telling him what's happening. We got our culmination Sunday and I'm just so thankful. You know, I'm just so thankful. And, and he goes, I've been following you guys. I've been watching all the construction happening. We're just down here in the neighborhood. And, and, uh, he said, I've had to go through some hard times about myself, about getting products and his business. And, and I, I just want to say a word there about gratitude because, you guys, if we hadn't started when we did, you know, it's just, it, it really is amazing what all the Lord uh, did through, uh, yeah, I was, uh, that, that's it. I, I wanted to say this other piece here. It, okay, so how many of y'all remember all the prayer requests we've had during this time for permits? Anybody pray for the permits to come in? All those different permits. Mike is shaking his head. Uh, permits, um, product and materials. Uh, in fact, we're still praying. You can pray for the chairs. If, again, if you're visiting with us, we are sitting on Potter's House, Fort Worth chairs and Doxology Bible Church chairs right now. Unity in the city. Praise God. And uh, oh, what was the other thing? Just the timeline. The timeline kept moving back. And Micah's like, oh, man, we got to pray. We got to pray. And so all of those prayers and just saying, thank you, Lord. I mean, if we'd have waited just a little bit longer to start, they said it could have taken much longer and been much, much more money because that's what's happening. Um, by the way, the chairs are supposedly at a port somewhere. I'm going to say L.A., uh, maybe, uh, and they need to get on a train. So that's how you pray. Lord, get those chairs on a train. <laughs> Call, what? Hallelujah. Yeah, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. So we've had mauve colored chairs in here from uh, Christ Church. And uh, now Movement City is their new name. And actually the color scheme, I think, works, <laughs> works great. They're going to be gray is, what we're, is the new deal. So uh, just thanking the Lord. I was so thankful with that guy. I thought he might thought I was a little emotional. But I was... Really thankful. And the other thing this ha that happened this week was uh, we've got some, even some friends from 
Convergence Church here this morning. But uh, Steve Fish and Convergence, they, uh, they're just down the road at James Avenue, down the highway a bit here. And uh, we had talked a couple months ago, and he said, you know, we just want to have your whole staff over and pray over you guys and prophesy over you and just bless you in the name of Jesus. So we went over and we spent four hours with them. With the, so we, 30 plus of our guys, full-time, part-time folks, go over to Convergence. We have a little coffee. It's loud in there in their lobby. Just everybody's talking, rawr, you know, talking. We go in and worship. Steve sets it up by talking about Jesus. We're going to worship Jesus, the revelation of God himself. And we're like, yes, you know, we can, amen. And so we worship the Lord, and then they have these prayer stations set up all over the room. There's a healing station, and there's a hope station, and there's a foot washing station. I got my feet washed and prophesied over and blessed, and just spot on stuff, prophetic stations, and an a, a identity station, and a soaking station. And we just spent the next couple hours there just being in God's presence, and as the Lord led, doing all that. And, I, and then we had a meal together. And I, the point I'm just wanting to say, I'm so thankful for what the Lord's doing in the city. That's not chronos time. That's not the ticking of the clock. That's Kairos time. That's like a special time where God's breaking in. Churches don't, how many times do you know stories that, where the one church invites another church over to pray over their staff for four hours? I mean, this is like God's doing stuff right here in this time, in this place that we're at. It's, it, there's a destiny. And one of the things, that, here's where I want to go with this. They all kept prophesying and speaking life about Antioch. Like, you guys are coming into a new day right now. The Lord is positioning you for greater and greater influence in the city, for Jesus and for the kingdom and his life and gospel. And so we say, Lord, thank you. We look forward with faith to what you're doing. We look forward with faith to the, 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 the reproducing vision that God has given us as a church. And again, I'm not, you know, the me, mag, mil, gemerk, muffler, hesek, if you're new, I'm not speaking in tongues. I kind of am, but, but here's the interpretation. Is that we want to be a multi-ethnic, multi-generational, multi-economic, epicenter, life-giving, multiplying, reproducing, Christ-manifesting, Father's love-receiving, Holy Spirit-empowered church. Yes, Lord, do it. You're not done with us. There's more. There's more that you have for us every day, continuing in our vision to share and multiply the life of Christ in the church through new disciples, new life groups, new congregations to the glory of God and the joy of all peoples. And it's an everyday thing. It's in every sphere of our lives. It's practical. It's not just here at the building. It's as roofers and educators and doctors and all the different things that are represented here. It's a take it out seven days a week on mission, uh, every day, every sphere, every nation for the glory of God. We have been in a season of preparation. Like Joseph and Mary, I mean, it was crazy. Think about what was happening in religion and politics with Joseph and Mary during that time. But God prepared them and Jesus came in and through them. And God's been doing the same thing with us. He's been preparing us. And we have a destiny as, that's, we have a destiny as we look forward by faith as a church. And I wanna just say too, for you as an individual, for us as individuals, he's wanting to do things in my personal life. He's wanting to do things in your personal life. And so part of this is a commissioning that we would be that people, 
a commissioning that we would, what does it look like in my sphere as, as, a, as a Nathan person? And I just thought of four words. I could think of four more, or eight more, or 10 more. But the, the point is that we would, we would be marked by love, the love of God, that self-giving love, that we'd be marked by generosity that we've been talking about, incarnation, generosity together. We'd be marked by joy. Oh, man, like to be in that circle, how can you not be marked by joy where you're experiencing love? If you've ever experienced overwhelming joy, uh, love in the presence of God, you're, you can't, it's, just, it, it's against the grain to be frumpy, like in his presence. I just, <laughs> I just can't, can't stop. It's going to come out, you know, joy's going to come out of us. And then endurance, that we're going to be a people that keep going. We are moving into the next season. I had a birthday on Friday, and I'm not going to say the number, but I did wake up reflecting on the numbers that were involved in my age now. And I realized, you know, that my very first thought was grace because of that first number. (laughs) And my, my second thought was new beginnings because of that second number. It's the beginning of a new week. It's after there's seven, then there's that number. And, but we're coming into that new season and we want to be a Nathan people. I want to just encourage you, think about where you were before we started this and think about where you're at now. Just the reflection on what God's been doing in us and through us. And if we can look back and see what he's done there, I promise he's got more out there for us in the future. We're not like done we're in the middle of a story, and it's going to keep unfolding with the grace and mercy, love, life, generosity, joy, endurance of God. We want to always be living lives that are given to God and given for others, doing incarnational, generosity kind of living lives. And I just say, thank you, Antioch Fort Worth. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You would stand up, worship team, come on up. And uh, we're going to do a, a, a final song here of worship. But before we do that, first, I would like us to read this statement together. Just I want to finish the Nathan culmination initiative time by reading. This is where we started, you know, a couple, two and a half years ago. So let's read this together. Everything is given to share and multiply as grace for all peoples. One more time. Everything is given to share and multiply as grace for all peoples. So here's the deal. Uh, You are a Nathan people. And it's not just something that we did. It's who we are. You know, and you, I, I just think, I, I don't, even when I meet Nathans now, and we've got a few Nathans in the, in the congregation, but I meet Nathans and I'm just, I don't think the same about Nathan, you know, given to God, given for others. And that's who we are, given to God and given for others. Not just something we did these last two years. By God's grace, this is the people we want to be. I'm really thankful to Aaron for capturing some of these phrases in that, isn't that fun to see those? We step in to the thin place between heaven and earth, you know, and that we want to be that kind of people, trusting the Lord 
into and through the days ahead. So let's sing this song together. And at the end of this, we're going to have some ministry, but it's just going to be to each other. We just want to pray just right in our seats. We're not going to have an upfront time today, but let's, let's sing this song together and then we'll minister to each other. Go for it.